Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Heart Check Radio. I'm your host Renee Stewart and today I'll be sharing some thoughts with you about what happens when you don't manage your emotions. I'm passionate about this journey because I want to share with others how to turn their hearts back to God. There are so many things that get in the way of us connecting with God or even reconnecting with God on a deeper level. And I want to help you to begin to identify what those things are, how the interference of not managing your emotions and past wounds and past hurts, how all of those things impact your relationship with God, with yourself and with others. Now, I know you're curious, and to be quite honest, I am as well. I will share more about me and the goal of Heart Check Radio in the introduction episode, so be sure to check it out. But today, I want to share with you what happens when you don't manage those emotions. So let's get into it. So with everything that's going on out here, it is no surprise and it's no question, it's no wonder that we see heightened levels of frustration, lack of patience, people being mean and rude and unkind, disrespectful. We see a lot of that going on now. And I think we're hoping that it gets better, but it seems to be getting worse. And the reality is the only way it gets better is when we start with ourselves. We have to become the change that we want to see, not only in ourselves and in others, but also in the world. So one of the points that I think is often overlooked or minimized, you know, we have a lot of conversations going on out here now, especially with everything that's going on about the importance of self-care, mental health, taking care of your physical health. And we see now that all of those are priorities. But when we have not been properly taught how to identify those things that cause our hearts to ache and to hurt, then we won't know the impact or fully understand the impact that we're having in our own lives and in the, especially in the lives of your family members, but more importantly, most importantly, rather than the impact that you're having in your life. So let's, let's think about this thing. So how do we really manage our negative emotions? What comes to mind for you? Are you the type of person who gets upset when you don't get your way? Do you have temper tantrums? Are you so selfish or so self-absorbed that you Expect others to just do what you want when you want that to happen. And then if you don't, then there is some type of repercussion or something. You get an attitude or you won't talk to them for a period of time or, um, you know, those type of things. Because whether we recognize it or not, those attitudes and those selfish behaviors do play a huge part in how, how our day, how our day is shaped, how our relationships are shaped, how our relationships work or don't work all because of what is coming out of our heart because scripture reminds us that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and so you know you often hear people say oh well you really don't know what's in a person's heart I I disagree simply because it's in the word so if you're listening then you will hear what's inside of a person's heart you will hear the anger the frustration the um, maliciousness you will hear all of those negative things come out of a a a negative or hurting heart. So let's talk about what happens when we don't manage our emotions properly. So one of the things that happens when we don't manage our emotions properly is that we look at everything and process it through a, a jaded lens, you know, looking through um, a cracked lens, if you will. And you know that once, once a glass is cracked and when you look through it, 
then what you see is 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 distorted. It's not clear. You see the lines of the of, of the in the cracks of the glass, and and you see how it looks shattered, but it's still held together. And that's that's a lot like our emotions. Our emotions are shattered when they're hurt. But some kind of way we find a mask. We find a way to mask our emotions to hold it together. We hold it together so we can present this particular face to the world and say, hey, see, in spite of everything that's going on, I have it together. So, but no, but what we're doing actually is looking through everything through a very shattered lens. And that distorts our view of our situations. It distorts our view of experiences. And it it, it distorts how we interact and relate to others that are close to us in our lives. So when we're looking at our situation or experiences through this cracked lens, for example, we may believe a lie. We may let's let's use let's use a very simple example. Let's just say you have a coworker who you thought has sabotaged your efforts on your job to prevent you from getting a, pro- a promotion, for example. So you hear the rumor mill and you begin to form an opinion. But because you have some wounded emotions, some damaged emotions because of past experiences that you may have had in a very similar situation, you now begin to view this person as, oh, no, this person is a threat. This person is lying on me. This person is 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 doing things to me to cause me to miss an opportunity to have have this promotion. And the reality is, is the damage that's the internal damage that's in your heart. So now when you're interacting with this person, you're interacting with them based on your past experiences and you confront this person and this person tells you, oh, no, it was not me. I did not do that. But because of your past experiences, it causes you to not trust or believe the person that is talking to you or explaining to you what they did or did not do. And sometimes it can really make a bad situation worse. So what we have to do, whether we want to admit it or not, we have to really begin to recognize and see where we are in our emotions. We have to think about the possibility that maybe what this person is saying is true. And I know for a lot of us, and I know at one time for me, it was really hard to do that. It came down to the point of if there was some type of situation that I needed to confront, I really in that moment needed to make a decision. Is this person telling me the truth or are they just saying that? And that can be a tough, a tough thing to navigate, especially when you're dealing with hurt and damaged and broken emotions, because you want to, you want to know the truth ultimately, because the truth is important to you, but you can't trust what a person is telling you because the situation looks so similar to what you've experienced in the past. And you know, that experience from the past really yielded a negative result. And so you're not trying to have that again, but when we refuse or won't acknowledge, discount, dismiss how we're really feeling and the and the negativeness of that situation, then we do look through every other positive situation through a very shattered, fractured, and broken lens, and we won't have any peace. And peace is very important, especially in this time where we we need avenues and ways to unplug, to be able to sit back. And to just breathe freely, literally, and peaceably. And not to have our hearts or our emotions so stirred up and so in a tizzy that we can't function from one minute to the next. 
this minute you're up, the next minute you're down. Our emotions are on this emotional roller coaster cycle, if you will. And we really don't want to stay on that. It's important now more than ever that we have peace in our hearts. So the second thing that happens when we don't manage our emotions is that we worry. Now, I know scripture tells us a lot about not to worry about our lives, especially things like what we're going to eat, drink, uh, what to wear. And when we think about it, those are very basic elements. And God really wants us to place all of our trust in him so that no matter what's going on around us, whatever calamity, whatever trial, whatever situation that we're facing, God literally does not want us to worry. But how can you expect someone not to worry? That's kind of like, what? Really? Not worry? Worry is, it almost seems so natural. But we can, again, we can get caught up in that worry cycle because, again, because of past experiences, because of maybe things that we put our self effort into and it didn't go well. Or we feel like because someone in our past has let us down before, oh no, I can't trust anyone to take care of this situation. I can't trust anyone to help me. I can't trust anyone to come see about my needs or help me in this moment. And it really comes down to an issue of trust. And again, it could be a situation that you've had in your past that someone may have said something to you or done something to you to violate your trust. Because we know trust is not given, trust is earned. And that is still true today as it was back in the day. And it will always remain true. So we can't just freely give our trust to anybody. And because we can't do that, and because of the painful experiences of our past, it keeps us from not worrying. And that is such a hard thing to do. And it's almost to the point that you have to be intentional every day. Every day you have to be intentional. I will not worry. Lord, help me not to worry about the things such as clothing and shelter and food because God is our God. God wants to be our God. He wants us to know that he has us in the palm of his hands. He wants us to know that he is there waiting to help us to come see about us and to come to meet our needs. But when we are in worry, we're not able to fully experience that God provision. So take a moment right now and think about what is your biggest worry? What is your biggest concern? What is your biggest fear? And think about the things that you've tried to do to make that better in your own strength. Not to sound cliches, but has that worked for you? Has it produced the result that you wanted? Think about what has happened in your past that has broken your trust. Because so often you hear things such as, oh, I grew up in a single parent home. My dad wasn't there. So there's a level of, a, of abandonment there. There's um, broken trust, betrayal. And when you hear someone come along and say, hey, but don't worry about that. Trust God. It would be difficult for that person to transition their trust to a God they can't see because of what their earthly dad may have done to break that trust. And so one of the things that I had to reconcile, and I think it's very important, when we're disappointed, when we're hurt, we transfer our experience onto God, which, as I said before, it makes it very difficult to begin to trust God and to lean on God and to 
follow and believe in the promises that he actually has, he has for us. It, it becomes a challenge to do that. And so, but one of the things that I had to reconcile is that our natural dad is our natural dad is our earthly dad, but we have one father. So where our natural dad may have missed the mark, may have mistreated us, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, may have done something to break your trust or to to betray you in any way. That's what your natural dad did. But that's not the record or the reputation of your heavenly father. But when we don't recognize that and when it's hard to make the connection, we can't see that God is the God that we can trust. We can take him at his word and we can believe in him. And what I'm simply talking about is a matter of process because no matter what we're dealing with in our emotional state to bring any type of healing and wholeness to those areas, we're talking about taking the negative and this turning it into a positive because when we can remove from our lives and from our minds and, and from our inner man, the negative of our experiences And when we can learn how to replace it with the promises of God and begin to see things, not from that shattered lens, but to a lens of wholeness, our world really becomes clear. And I really believe that's when we see with a new pair of eyes, our world open up and we can really begin to see who we are. We can see ourselves as healthy and whole. So what is something that happens when we don't manage our emotions? Our hearts are vulnerable. We are at the mercy of every negative experience that we've had, every disappointment, every setback, every failure, every lie, every deception. We're very vulnerable because our hearts are not guarded. So then that means we are susceptible to every lie. We think about what we want to think about. And did you know you do have a choice of what you think about? Again, because we've been so conditioned to think a certain way or to respond a certain way just because of a particular situation. When the reality is that we have a choice about what we think about. I know when I first heard that expression, I think Joyce Meyer said it um, and I heard it some years back. And she said, think about what you're thinking about. And I was in the kitchen washing dishes one day. I was like, think about what you're thinking about. I was like, well, what does that mean? And so I really had to think about that statement. And then I said, you know, I'm going to try it. So I began to start thinking about what I thought about, what thoughts that I allow to go through my mind. And I was really surprised at what went through my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, this is not good. So it's like you have to, you know, like you clean your house, you have to clean the room of your mind. You have to think about what you're thinking about. As I said earlier, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so when your mind is full of things that are unhealthy, that are still hurtful, that are still painful situations for you, and when you play those situations over again in your mind and in your heart, you're still breathing life into that negative situation. It's almost as if sometimes it's easier to recall that bad experience because if you don't, you have nothing to replace it with. It'll leave a hole. When we have not dealt with our negative emotions, we don't hear ourselves. So we don't hear what we sound like to other people. 
And so when we are talking and we're spreading all of that negativity, what we're doing is actually draining the other person who was probably sent your way to speak life into your, to your situation. You overshadow that life giving word because of the negativity and the hurt and the pain that comes from your mouth. And it and becomes difficult for you to receive your healing. It becomes difficult for you to receive your blessing. It becomes difficult for you to hear the truth because you're so consumed with your pain. Now, I'm not saying to forget it as if it's never happened. No, not saying that. Pain does leave permanent scar. We have to begin to get to a place where those scars no longer hurt. And that's the sole purpose of Heart Check Radio is to get to the heart of the matter in the place of of the thing that hurts your heart what makes you hurt what makes you cry what makes you sad what has consumed you so much that you feel that you can't move forward in any direction of your life for some of us this pattern has become so routine and so habitual that we've been on this negative emotional cycle and we can't even recognize it we can't recognize it we have become so dull to it We're not sensitive to what we're doing to ourselves. We're hurting ourselves and don't even know it. And so with this podcast, it's my hope, it's my goal to share with others how important it is that we let those negative things go, those things that hurt us, so that not only can we begin to heal, but we can heal our relationship with God. We can heal our relationship with ourselves and we can heal our relationship with others. And I really believe that once we bring that healing, we can experience a joy that we've never experienced before. The things in our lives, our dreams, our goals, our purposes, our passions, our desires, new opportunities, our gifts. I really believe that when we do the hard work in this area of healing our emotions, learning how to manage our emotions, we give ourselves permission to be our best self, to be that person that God intended for us to be before the foundation of the earth. We're not to worry. We are to think on those things that are peaceful and noble and joyful. No, it doesn't mean that we walk around in la-la land. That's not what that means. It means that we just walk in a freedom. Just imagine for yourself, I I asked earlier, What is the one thing that you're worried the most about? And just close your eyes for a minute and just think about what your life would look like, how that would feel to you if you didn't have that worry anymore. Think about how much better your situations would be or situation in this case if you didn't have that to worry about. So let me guess a smile came across your face, a sense of relief. It's like, yeah, that feels good. Well, you didn't have that. But in order to have that, we have to begin to learn how to manage our emotions and get rid of the hurt and the pain and everything that caused your heart to ache are the things that God is after. He wants to remove all of that from your heart and he wants to fill you with his love. All of those hurt places, no matter how deep the wound, he wants to fill you with his love. He wants you to be so full of love that instead of those negative words coming out of your mouth, words of love and hope and peace, 
that your whole inner being just radiates and beam love. That's what he wants. And when we're walking in that manner, you will find that those doors will begin to open and we'll be able to experience a life of victory, a life of hope and a life of healing. And it can be yours. Well, that's my time for today. Thank you for listening. I hope something has been said to help you in your journey to emotional healing, emotional wholeness. I know today we talked about what can happen when we don't properly manage our emotions. In the next episode, I'll be sharing strategies that you can use to properly manage your emotions. So, hey, I need you to do me a favor. If you would text the word, my heart is all one word, M-Y-H-E-A-R-T to the number 22828 and you will receive notifications on the upcoming episodes. So until next time, take care.